Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. This is your host, Nick Kieser, and we have a lot to share right off the bat this morning with you on episode 7. So, the Pioneers are on a hot streak, let me tell you. Um, They have won their past 7 consecutive games. Uh, It's very impressive coming off of the last series that we had at Walter State, Um, but their win streak actually started against the Cumberland University's JV team, Um, and honestly, from that point forth, it's been pretty fun to watch them play. Um, They started out the streak on March 26th, and right now it is April 4th, precisely about eh, about 9.40-ish in the morning, so uh, we're here a day before the team heads off to Jackson State for the next conference series. But speaking more on the seven-game winning streak, uh, the Pioneers won their last two games against Freed Hardman University's JV team. Um, they won the first game 6-5 to five off of a walk-off in-the-park home run from Maddox Von Dolan. Um, he was able to hit pretty much tr- a uh, triple to the left fielder, and um, it just was not played the right way. I believe the player was injured, um, and Maddox was able to notice that there was a mishap, and he just rounded he just rounded those bases and took the run and and won the whole game. So, kudos to him. Sorry for the guy that got hurt for sure. Um, that definitely sucks. Uh, but then the very next game, the Pioneers are still on fire. They came out on all cylinders, beating Freed Hardman eight to zero. So, um, quite. A good start before heading off on the road for this second to last on the road series will be at Jackson this weekend we'll come back and we'll play uh, against Cleveland State uh, and then to close out the year we'll play Motlow in, in uh, it'll be in Tullahoma and then we will host Jackson State and Chat State um, for the last couple of conference games of the year so Looking forward to all of that. Um, This uh, episode, we're going to have Jordan Jackson, a sophomore on the team, join the show. Um, He actually has been a pretty significant player this season, and it's been fun to see him grow a lot. He has, uh, I believe he has a new high in RBIs, and he is tied right now for his, uh, I guess, career home runs with the pioneers with two on the season looking to add to that number for the rest of the season um i'm not exactly sure which game we're in but when we're all said and done if nothing else changes the pioneers will play exactly 50 games on the dot this year so uh hopefully we'll have enough strength to get through it and i think we honestly do They've got a lot of depth guys that are stepping up right now, and I believe that there's a lot of faith in this team from the coaching staff. So we'll take a short pause here, and we'll be right back with outfielder Jordan Jackson. building at Volunteer State Community College. Um, So this afternoon, well really this morning, 
Uh, we're here with Jordan Jackson. So Jordan, first off, thanks for coming on this show, man. No problem. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, so uh, starting us off, just kind of want to let the listeners know uh, where you're from and how you were introduced to the sport of baseball. Uh, I'm from Murfreesboro. Um, originally from uh, Laverne, Tennessee, though. That's where I like was born and raised. Well, I was born in Nashville, but I was raised in Laverne. Uh, but uh, I think I was first introduced to baseball when I was four or five. You know how your parents kind of introduce you, like put you in any sport just to figure out what you like. My parents put me in soccer, basketball, baseball, never played football. But uh, those three sports, they just kind of wanted to see what we, me and my brother would like. And uh, we just kind of stuck with baseball. That's like what we liked. And we both played growing up. And I mean, I fell in love with it from, from the time I like got on the field when I was whenever until now. I mean, I absolutely love it. So, so when did you start actually taking it seriously for for like the next level for like, for like high school and then college? Um, like maybe travel ball. Honestly, yeah. I mean, because like now they start travel ball. Like I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure back in the day they didn't start travel ball back until like back until you were like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. But like when I started playing, which was kind of like I'd say about oh three oh oh four. Um, they started travel ball, like, really young. Like, I remember there was, like, I mean, I guess it was, like, all-star teams from, like, you know, like, rec ball, mm-hmm. like, a rec ball league. You would, like, try for the all-star team. I tried out for the all-star team when I was six, and I made that, and that just kind of introduced me and my family to, like, travel ball. Mm-hmm. And so then we realized that there's, like, even more uh, competitive teams just only traveling, not even playing rec ball. So then once I turned eight or nine – me and my brother decided to play travel ball instead of doing uh, all-stars. And then right there, just kind of kept on spiraling. And once I got to middle school, I was playing travel ball still. And then once I got to high school, I was playing kind of like uh, like 16U, 17U, like kind of playing on uh, competitive teams where you like go to the Worldwood Bat and the Connie Mac and all that, and you play like really good competition and stuff. So. Yeah, I got you on that one. Um, so, kind of want to hop into your bio side that we have listed on the website because that mm-hmm. was something new that we decided to do this year. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. So, uh, you listed uh, LeBron James as your favorite athlete and yeah, steak as your sure. favorite food. So, what's the reasoning behind those choices? Uh, I mean, like, like I mean, a lot of people complain about LeBron being like a crybaby on the court and stuff. But like, when you look at him outside of basketball and outside of like what he's done in like the league. I mean, he's just a good guy. Like, he started that uh, that school in Cleveland for underprivileged kids. I love that. He does a lot of charity work. Um, he's really outspoken on things like social issues. I really, I really like that. And um, another thing I like, he does, he's never had any scandals. When you think when you think about professional athletes, especially when it comes to like basketball and football, you think about athletes having like scandals, kind of like Kobe Bryant. He had the rape scandal. You have uh, who else? I mean, you have Porzingis right now. He has a rape scandal. You have like Ray Rice, and you have all those guys in like football who have. I mean, no. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to like talk bad about them, but like, there's just been things on their names where it's where criminal things have come up or investigations. And with LeBron, none of that's come up. Or you think about Tristan Thompson, where like he's cheated on his wife of his kids. Like LeBron's not like that. He's just like he's a really humble guy. He's been with his high school sweetheart, and I just really, I really like that. I mean, I think he's a good person. So that's one reason why he's like. One of the main reasons why he's my favorite player. Plus, he's a beast on the court. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I remember I dropped <clears> off <throat> your camera once from uh, I think I gave it to you at Longhorn Steakhouse. So uh-huh. it's the steak. So why do you like steak uh-huh. so much then? Uh, Just because it's a meat, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my my dad like he, I mean every Sunday he grills out and uh, 
that's just one thing that he cooks. I mean, he's really good at cooking steak, so I mean, that's just kind of one thing that I've taken a liking to. I got you. Yeah. So that you probably just have a special place for it. No, so. yeah, for sure. Um, so throwing some stats on the table now, just kind of want to have this on the the thoughts and what's going on like with you. So now you have a career high in ribbies. I'm not sure after yesterday, but you do have 11 uh-huh. this year, and you have two home runs, which ties your first season, yeah. your first full season here. Uh, what motivation did you dig into coming into the season? And what kind of role have you maybe stepped up into this season? Um, last year, uh, my role was kind of like pin- a pinch hitter, or maybe come in late in the game if someone got injured. Um, and that's just kind of the role that I kind of took on last year because uh, clearly there were guys ahead of me skill-wise. And um, uh, I wanted to be able to help the team however I could last year. And this year, I wanted to step up and play a more – I mean, like every role is important, of course, but I wanted to play uh, play the kind of roles where I was an everyday guy. And um, I busted my butt during the offseason. I tried to uh, try to show Coach that I wanted to be one of those guys that he, uh, that he um, relied on every day. And um, that's kind of like what my goal was in the, in, the, uh, in the fall. Or that's what it was in the fall. And now I'm just, now I'm just trying to be the kind of guy to where everything that I do can help the team win in any single in any way and if that means playing every day then I want to do that if that means coming in the pinch hit if that means coming off the bench to run whichever way I mean I think that's what makes a good team or players who want to contribute in any way possible and I think that's what we have with Ball State um, I think everybody wants to contribute and I think that's going to help us in the long run <clears throat> I got you and I believe the last at bat of the whole last season was you. I think you pinched yeah, uh, it for, for, like, Brent Ritchie or something It was like for Colin, actually. Yeah, it was Colin for Colin, yeah. Yeah, so you do have a history of pinch hitting. Not mm-hmm. so much this year. You've been in the lineup sheet quite a bit. I'm not sure exactly yeah. how many starts, but I would say well well over. It's probably about 20 starts yeah. at least by uh-huh. now. So, But that's pretty good stat right there. Jordan's got 11 ribbies, probably got more after the games against Freed Hardman yesterday, as I mentioned at the very start of the show. So, um so, what's your story leading up to coming to Vol State? I know Judd and a couple other guys have some pretty cool stories as to how they led up coming to school here. I believe you were at uh, UT Knoxville. Mm-hmm. So, um, why did it make sense coming here? And just kind of give me your story on why you came here. Um, out of high school, I would say I was pretty ignorant when it came to like college baseball and what was probably the best for me. I mean, of course, like everybody can attest, like everybody that plays. I mean, I can't. I guess I can't say everybody, but I'd say a majority of guys kind of have the D one or bust mentality. Uh, and I would say I was one of those guys. My senior year, I felt like, I felt like that's really the only place I wanted to play was a Division one school. I never really took the time to look at other options when it came to like D two, D three, and AI or JUCO. And so um, I was just kind of like, I don't want to go to a school that I wouldn't go to if I didn't play baseball and that was my senior year and so like I was just kind of I was I guess you could kind of say I was I was spoiled essentially like I wanted to go to where I wanted to go and instead of actually like looking at other options but um so I decided to go to UT possibly try to walk on um that didn't work out at all I didn't even get to try out because the head coach at the time didn't do walk-ons he only did preferred walk-ons where you were already being looked at by the school. Hmm. And uh, so I didn't get to try out. And then um, I just kind of, I, I thought I was done, honestly, in the fall. I was just I was just like, I mean, hey, I mean, if it's not for me, it's not for me. I didn't really think about baseball at all. And then when springtime came around, I saw all the, 
the tweets and all the pictures and that's what really made me miss it. And then like uh, opening day came around and all that, that just made me miss it even more. So I knew I had some buddies here. I had Danny and uh, Baylor here. Uh, <clears throat> I'd known them from a long time back. Uh, I asked them if their coach possibly did walk on tryouts and Danny texted me back and was like, well, he said to text him. So I texted coach on asking if I could try out and uh, thankfully he just said I could be on the team and uh, that's probably one of the best things that happened for me for sure is, uh, him giving me a chance to come here and play and I appreciate that every day but um, but for sure um, the JUCO route is for sure one of the best options in baseball I think I mean from what I've experienced you play really good competition um, you get a lot more reps than you might get if you go to a D1 as a freshman or a D2 as a freshman because you have so many guys ahead of you but here you get a lot more playing time than you could anywhere else if you like go to a four-year school but um I think I think this probably would have been the best route for me out of high school but I mean you can't really look back and regret it yeah sure yeah so coming into school here and uh after you met coach hunt for the first time in person what was your impression of the school I actually met coach hunt my senior year he was recruiting me my senior year and uh I mean I liked him from the beginning like he was really laid back uh, one of the more laid-back coaches that I met when going through the recruiting process, but um, I like—I mean, I was—that wasn't—that wasn't the first time I met him. But like, actually, when I got on campus, I, I mean, it was a lot. I mean, on, to be honest, it was a lot nicer. Like the campus was a lot nicer than I was expecting because I mean, you, when you hear about JUCO, you're like, oh, it's just like, you know, it's just—I'm mean, you not—you know what I mean? But like, um, when I came to campus, it was a, a lot different than what I was expecting for sure. It's a very beautiful campus, I think. It is, and mm -hmm. I think honestly, Gallatin is right in the smack dab middle of the city. Yeah, other no, places aren't. Yeah, no, Gallatin's for sure. It's a great place. I mean, it's it's a really good place for to go to school and to live. I think. Yeah, honestly, and that's what other guys have been saying mm -hmm. ever since I've asked them about coming here, and that's probably been the, the biggest thing aside from having Justin available too. Mm -hmm. So having that trainer as Justin, I mean, that's a huge deal. Yeah, too, for so. sure, for sure. Um, so being more than halfway through this season now, which is crazy to just kind of, mm -hmm. kind of think about, which is nuts. I don't know why, but, um, so we're in the last full month now. So what has separated this team from the rest of the conference? You guys are on a seven game winning streak right now. So that's pretty good right now. So where do you think you guys are? I think we're in a pretty good place right now. We're playing good baseball. Um, what separates us from the rest of the conference. I can't really speak on that because I don't really know the other teams. I mean, of course, I have some buddies on other teams, but I can't really speak on that. But I just know that we have guys day in and day out, starters, non-starters, guys out of the bullpen. Like, we have guys that just want to grind it out and want to win every day. And I think that's one thing that's going to help us for sure. But um, what separates us from the conference, I can't really speak on that, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I don't really know hmm. what the other teams have and stuff. I got you. Yeah. So maybe – not what separates you, I guess, in a sense, but I would kind of want to know, what do you feel is special about this team going into the rest of the month? Oh, well, yeah, like I said, I mean, we have guys that want to contribute wherever they are in the lineup. I mean, uh, we have guys getting called off. Like yesterday, we have uh, we had, what, three home runs um, from, like, Horn. He hasn't been playing as much as, uh, as our other first baseman, but he came off the bench. He had a double and a home run. Um, Noah has been our backup catcher all year. He had a nuke. I think he... He had, he had the game time run against Reed Hardeman against uh, that other team, and uh, that just shows you the depth that we have. And I think the depth I think the depth of good players that we have 
on our team is what is what makes us special for sure. Like we have good players in the starting lineup. We have good players um, getting called off the bench. We just, I mean, we're just good all around. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so uh, I'm going to go off of this tangent too just a little bit. So you have allowed me to take some photos this year, which has been mm-hmm. pretty fortunate enough to have that for, I guess, everybody. So that, yeah. that, so that's nice. But um, And, yeah, thanks for that for sure. No problem. Um, but a solid hobby, is that something that you like to do as well? I know that you have the camera. Is it your camera? Like yeah, no, the, yeah, that's my, it's there? my camera. So, okay, so uh, I don't even know if I should be if I should say this on air, but <laughs> but um, when I was at UT, I was in a fraternity, and, like, my, my role was uh, I became the historian, so I was taking pictures of, like, yeah, of all the uh, of all the events, like all the ph- philanth- uh, philanthropic—I don't even know if that's a word—at the philanthropist events and stuff. Because uh, uh, we, the fraternity I was in, sponsored JDRF, which is uh, it's a um, a uh, what's the word for it? Uh, I can't even think of the word for it. JDRF. I can't think of the word, but it, it supports type one diabetes, okay. and that's one thing that we did. We would ha- we would host a philanthropy events and stuff and so I was taking pictures of that and we would post them and we would post pictures and stuff um but um that's kind of what got me into taking pictures for sure mm-hmm. and then um this coming Christmas this past Christmas I got uh, I asked for a camera and thankfully I got one and uh um and I've just I mean I don't know I just I just like it I, I really like taking pictures that's just like one thing that I enjoy doing so it's been a pleasure using the camera too mm-hmm. and then I had uh you met my friend that yeah does the the photos yeah he's well. good yeah he's good at taking them and he's a lot better than me it's been very yeah he has exceptional work for sure um but having that kind of content for the the guys is pretty good and having that for stories is good for mm-hmm. any kind of news that we have surrounding this team it's perfect for that it tells a good story too when you take photos like that mm-hmm. especially the for turn, sure especially like the turn and burn that lofton cotton had yeah that was base. cool yeah that was cool um so now that i mean I kind of want to know this perspective too. I've asked guys how they feel about playing their spot on the field because, you know, I've talked to a shortstop, I've talked to pitchers, I've talked to a couple other guys that have hit a lot this year. And you play the outfield. That's mm-hmm. I haven't talked to Lofton very much this year, but mm-hmm. you play usually right field, right? So yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it like playing that during the game? And like, I mean, kind of give me like a breakdown of how you would go about playing that spot. I mean, with our field, the wind's usually blowing out, so you get most hitters are right-handed. So, like we, I mean, that we've faced in the in the in the in this coming year, but um, you pretty you get you get pretty true reads unless someone like slices anything. But I mean, you just gotta, I mean, right in right field, you just kind of gotta be ready for like anything essentially. I mean, and most of the time, a lot of guys aren't really. A lot of guys are pull happy, I would say. So like you're not getting anything just absolutely blasted over your head. So you just gotta you just kinda gotta know how to play the spin. But I mean most things are pretty true and like you like especially if you know like if you can kinda tell where it's gonna go, you, you can you can just kinda like play it off of that. But you're not like most of the time you're not I'm not gonna get anything like hit over my head unless it's a lefty. But I mean like I think we faced let me think. I think we faced one guy that was like really good at hitting uh, the other way, and he might have he might have hit something like to the wall and I had to play it off the wall. But I haven't gotten anything like just to where like I was just absolutely burnt. Like yeah, I don't know. I hope I don't get burnt this year, but but yeah. Um, yeah. 
I got you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just thought from that kind of perspective because you kind of just stand there most of the time unless there's a ball that gets hit to you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of always think of it as you kind of wait for the action to come to you. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. So have you always played that spot? I mean, when you got here, is that where you, you played if you were able to get out there? Last year, Coach had – I mean, when I when I started, when I, like the games that I would start last year, I usually was in left because, I mean, we had Baylor and center. But um, – I would take most of my reps last year in center field. And since, I mean, with Lofton, I mean, he was an exceptional left fielder for us last year. And he's a great out center fielder for us right now. So, I mean, that was kind of like a no-brainer to put him in that spot. And then coach asked me if I was more comfortable in left or right. And, I mean, I told him, put me wherever and I'll play wherever. And um, I just, I mean, I've taken the most reps in right there in practice. And right now, right, I'd say I'm more comfortable there now than left because I've been taking more reps. But um, I, I, in high school, I was a center fielder um, in my senior year anyways. But my junior year, I was a left fielder because my brother, who is a, a lot better athlete than me, he, he, I mean, he basically just covered the whole outfield for us. I mean, he was an exceptional athlete. But, I mean, I, and then I was in left, and I got whatever I could if he didn't, like, go get it before me. But, um, yeah, I, I played outfield most of my high school career. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So um, we're kind of going to wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. But um, so you guys are going to head off to Jackson State, I believe Coach had texted me and said tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. So what are the expectations going into this series? And I know that Jackson necessarily, they're not happy with their record right now with where they are the past couple of games, maybe their past series or so. So what's key to maybe stay ahead of them when you guys go visit them? One thing that Coach Hunt's been preaching is you can't worry about what the other team does. You got to worry about what you do, and if you worry about what you do, then that's what that's when you play good ball. I mean, we're gonna face good pitchers. They have they I mean they're a pretty solid team. We're gonna face good pitchers, but as long as we grind out of bats, uh, third are our spots and play good defense, then um, then we then we expect to win. But um, uh, all you, all we can do is uh, play hard and play uh, play the best that we can and, and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so any sense of what to expect from this team come postseason time? I know that's about like four weeks away mm-hmm. still because it's the very beginning of April right now. Yeah. So that's going to come fast. Yeah. There's no clinching spots. There's no nothing. There's just what place you guys fall under when you guys go play in Columbia at the tournament this mm-hmm. year. So just kind of give me what maybe you think about that kind of spot right now, like where you guys might finish. Um, or even when you guys get to the postseason, like what could we expect? to see out of this team maybe mm-hmm. I'm expecting something special I mean this is a special team so um, I'm expecting to play hard and, and you know I mean the goal is to win to win a conference that's that's what the goal is but um, I'm, I'm expecting something special for sure because I believe in this team I know everybody believes in everybody on the team believes in this team coach Hunt believes in us coach Barrett believes in us coach Scott believes in us uh, and so we're, we're expecting to go out and, and do something do something special Gotcha. So my last thought here, I kind of got Judd's remark last last time, but it's been almost two weeks now. So um, I know that it was a huge win. You guys were able to beat Walters, and that mm-hmm. was their first conference loss. And perhaps if they really go on a run here, that could be their only conference loss of the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of like energy came from that win, and what's carried over since then? I mean, that was huge. That just that just kind of showed us that we can play with anybody when we want when we want to. I mean. If we play our best baseball, we can play against. I don't know what they're ranked right now, but we can play against one of the top teams in the nation. Clearly, I mean, we beat them. I think we put seven runs up on. I think what was the score like seven? Seven to five. Seven to five. Yeah. So, um, and that was against a really good pitcher. Uh, but 
it just kind of shows us that we 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 have the potential to be a really special team. We have a, the potential to play with anybody, and um, that 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 I think that got us on a roll for sure because we came out after that we beat. Was it, was it Cumberland JV after? Yes. Cum, we beat Cumberland JV pretty good. Then we came out, played well against uh, Southwest, and then we came out and beat Creed Hardman yesterday. So hopefully we could stay on that roll and we can just ride that out until the end of the season. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, Jordan uh, kept you for quite a bit, like right in between classes. So mm-hmm. first off, thanks very much for coming on the show. No it's problem. been a pleasure. So uh, we'll take a short little pause here and we'll finish the show off with a few thoughts about where the team is and what the record is right now and what to expect this weekend. So we'll be right back. segment of episode seven so we're going to give you a brief breakdown of where the team is right now the numbers uh the record of the team as of uh april 4th so um the pioneers are 15 and 18 on a seven game win streak as we have said before um so the next series uh the pioneers will leave tomorrow morning um, they will head off to Jackson State, Tennessee. Um, we'll see what kind of outcome is going to be headed the Pioneers' way because Jackson State is a team hungry to win. Uh, just as of late, they have won their past two games. Uh, this past Monday, uh, they won 2-0 to zero and 6-0 to zero against Blue Mountain. So, um, next series is going to be very interesting for sure. Uh, the last series, the last conference series that Jackson State had, um, they were swept against the Chattanooga State Community College Tigers. Uh, they lost by scores of six to one, ten to zero, and nineteen to zero. I would definitely expect this Jackson State team to to come out on all cylinders upset and angry with their past performance and probably trying to ride off of their confidence that they have off of their past two wins against Blue Mountain. So Pioneers are going to have to battle. They're going to have to really take these games over. So we'll see what happens. Um, I will not be on this trip. I had a prior engagement, prior plans to this weekend. So um, I will still get you all the news and analysis that needs to be covered. Uh, we'll have a story up on the website, preferably by Sunday or Monday. Um, so we'll see uh, what kind of action uh, will come off of the live stream this weekend. Uh, if you want to stay in touch with the Pioneers and see all the scoring updates, just go to Twitter and go follow at VSCC Pioneers BSB. Um, that's where you can find all of the live in-game tweets and um, updates on the Pioneer uh, baseball program. So um, this has been Episode 7. We want to thank you very much for uh, tuning in and listening to our seventh episode with Jordan Jackson. Um, We have a reasonable amount of games left, so we will have more show 